It has been uh, a busy week. It's really been busy for DFW Airport, though. I, it's got to be an historic week as I look back at what's going on at, at DFW Airport. First of all, we started out Monday, and they opened the floodgates again, and all the people from all the vaccinated people, anyway, from Europe and South America and Canada and Mexico, could start flying back in. Then we had not one but two international carriers announce new service. And then British Airways announced they were going to start flying that big double-decker 380 in here. And uh, finally, I guess we're, what, a week away from, you know, having direct service from Fort Worth over to Terminal B. It's got to be a busy week for Sean Donahue, the CEO of DFW, and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, great to be back. You know, all we've been talking about is rotten stuff and shutting things down and COVID and everything. This has got to be... When's the last time you had a week like this of openings and major positive announcements? Good point. It's it's been a while, and and to your earlier comment, to to bring in new service and new carriers to DFW is is fantastic, not only for the airport but for the region. And 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 the one that candidly really surprised us was. Uh, Finnair, not that they came into DFW, we've been talking to them for a while, but they're going to start in February. And and that's indicative, I believe, David, of there's just, as you said, pent up demand for people to start traveling internationally again and for Finnair to, to start in February, which historically is a pretty slow season for international travel. Well, and, and a, I, and I a, believe that's and a, a great signal. And a pretty cold time in Helsinki, I would think. But, yes. but I mean, yes. I, you know, I was looking back and I was thinking about, I mean, obviously there's business travel and a lot of leisure travel and a lot of cruise ships leave out of Helsinki. So that's going to open up a lot of that. Plus, they're what, they're, I guess they're a partner with Americans. So there's a lot of fees. Yes, there. very, very important partner in one world for American. And Iberia. Um, starting up service. I didn't know about that one. And is that is that confirmed? That's Madrid. Is that what that is? It is. Uh, we're we're really uh, a little bit uh, surprised on the Iberia one. Again, we've been talking with them, but their CEO made an announcement about a week ago, and then Iberia made the announcement uh, earlier this week. And we're delighted that uh, they're coming to DFW, and it will actually mean. Uh, double daily service to Madrid because Americans going to continue to fly there nonstop. And then we'll have Iberia. And, and our hope is it will eventually lead to nonstop service to Barcelona because right. that's, that's always been on our, uh, our list high on our list. Well, and, and under, and, and, and no service there. That's really what I was guessing that would be, but look, I, you know, hopefully they'll have a, a good experience. British Airways evidently is seeing, a lot of travel, a lot of traffic to London, I mean, despite the fact there's frequent service on American. But I mean, if they're going to bring in a 380, they don't fly that many 380s anymore. You're right. And, and again, we're delighted on that one. It, it, London, really all of Europe next summer, many people are saying, and I agree with this, it, it literally could be historical in terms of the traffic back and forth between the Europe and U.S., both point-of-sale U.S. and point-of-sale Europe. And BA is not only flying the A380, but they're also going to fly a 777. And American right now is showing three 777s, I believe. So we'll have five nonstops to London. 
So we're going to have a lot of capacity to London and, and, and what makes it work. And you and I have spoke about this before, David is tremendous connectivity on both ends. American, as you know, has great, great connectivity and connection options out of DFW and the same with BA out of uh, Heathrow and it's it's going to be busy next summer. Why well, has it been? Tell me about tell me about this week because again, this is the first week that they've opened back up for vaccinated travelers coming in from Europe and South America and other right. places. Uh, have have there been a, a a big uptick in in traffic? That's what we're hearing from the carriers. <clears throat> I just came back from London yesterday on American and was delighted. The flight was completely full. And it was fun to talk to the crews. I, you know, I still have a habit, even though I'm not in the airline business anymore, I still like to talk to the pilots and the flight attendants. And they were all genuinely happy to see the airplanes full. And, and that was great to see. Well, and, and I know you are too. And then you had Turkish Airways started up about, what, about a month and a half or so ago. Um, and you're still talking to more? Well, you're right. Turkish uh, started Istanbul. American, uh, we still believe, is going to have the nonstop to Tel Aviv starting in the spring. Uh, Qantas will be back in February with their nonstop to Sydney. And international is is absolutely what we're seeing in international right now, David, is what we saw this summer domestic, where people wanted to get out they wanted to visit friends and family and now we're seeing that same pattern on the international side and i the, the domestic travel gosh i took a flight on a i was out in a win a wednesday afternoon at two o'clock in the afternoon and the play and dfw was packed with people it is busy. So tell me about you. You just got back. So you just got back in from London. But I know what you've really done is come in from that uh, United Nations Climate Change Conference that was in Glasgow that we've all been hearing about over the last couple of weeks. So what was the CEO of DFW doing at the Climate Change Conference? And I, and you were a speaker, right. too. Right. We, we were fortunate, David. The United Nations uh recognized us with an award for all of our climate sustainability work and our sustainability team at DFW has just been doing great work. And, and I was proud to accept the award on their behalf. And as, as I probably mentioned to you before, 100% of the power, the electricity we use at this airport, 100% we purchase via wind power. And and I mentioned in my speech that most people, when they think of Texas, they think of oil and gas. Well, Texas is the largest state in the U.S. in terms of wind generation, and we've been able to tap into that. And then finally, another aspect which is important sometimes gets lost. It's good business. Our electricity costs have gone, back, gone down by $20 million since we went to wind purchase. Wow. What about reliability for you? I mean, you must have been stuck like all of us were in February uh, during the outages. What do you do for backup? You can, you don't have the luxury of being without electricity for five days out there. Well, to the, to the credit of the team, we were the only major airport in Texas in February that never closed. We, we always had at least one runway open. 
And uh, again, credit to the, the, the airfield ops and, and our other teams that worked incredibly hard. And in terms of reliability, we have built a tremendous amount of redundancy into the power supply at the airport. Basically, we have four separate feeds in terms of power into the airport. And, and I've noticed a couple of major airports this week around the U.S. had power issues where it created a lot of disruption. And, and I'm not saying, you know, we're always going to be perfect and 100% all the time. But the redundancy and the resiliency is the most critical aspect. Yeah, and I, I think that's maybe that's one of the elements too. But I mean, you all grew. We, we, we talked one time, I guess, during COVID, and you were the largest airport in the world, busiest airport in the world, more traffic, more people. It was still at a greatly smaller scale than it had been. But you kept. It seems to me like you've kept a lot of that business post COVID. We we have the the latest number I saw david is we're now number four globally number two in the u.s atlanta has uh has overtaken us and i would expect that we will stay certainly in the top 10 over the next couple of years and, and as a matter of fact depending on how the international recovery happens especially with some of the airports in asia you know, we we could see DFW being in the top five. Wow, the, the uh, it takes a lot of people to run DFW Airport, and I would guess that Dart has helped that out, especially bringing employees from the on the east side. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in the coming week, I think it's November the fifteenth, the TRE for the west side starts coming in, and that goes over to what Terminal B. Right. It's it's interesting you bring that up, David. And you probably saw the same story I read last. Some media outlet had a story about TRE coming out to DFW, and it was the story from several years ago. Um, because TRE has been coming out to DFW for a couple of years now. So we've got DART and Trinity Metro. But you're probably you probably read the same story I did where it, it it read like a new story and new news, and I couldn't figure it out. But the TRE, well, so, but, but come back to it, TRE and DART, I, I mean, I, I would guess travelers are taking this, but employees must find that a lot more convenient. You're right. What we're seeing is about half of the traffic on the train uh, on DART from Dallas is employees, not quite half uh, from Fort Worth on Trinity Metro. And, and we... We'd like to see more people uh, take DART and take Trinity Metro because it's a great way of getting out to the airport. But as you know, we're, we're a car and truck culture in North Texas, and that's a hard culture to break. But uh, DART and Trinity Metro do a great, great job, and they're fantastic partners. Well, apparently we're also an airplane culture in North Texas because <laughs> you guys seem to stay awfully busy and and keep pulling new routes out of your hat, and they're always fun to see. Sean Donahue, CEO of DFW International Airport. It's always good to spend time with you. As always, David, great to catch up. I hope you uh, you and the family have a great holiday. Thank you. You too. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.